Welcome to Muppets Dropping Mitts, I'm Hogthrob. I'm Strange Pork. We're just a couple of Muppets who don't know anything, drinking drinks. And talking sharks hockey. Strange Pork, what's you drinking? Uh, I have an Incline Blood Orange Cider. I'm inclined to believe that. Yeah, you, you would, because you can see it in my <laughs> hand. <laughs> I don't trust you. Mm. What are you drinking, Hogthrob? I am drinking the Comparative Analysis Comparative analysis. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if I should call it the comparative analysis drink or the comparative <laughs> analysis. Tell me more about comparative analysis. Well, it's it's apples and oranges. Okay. It's it's uh, apple juice and then uh, a blood orange cider with some whiskey. All right. And so it's comparing apples to oranges. Got it. Got it. With whiskey. Perfect. You know, whiskey is always the judge. It's always the answer. Yeah. Like, but aren't apples and oranges supposed to be like the opposites of each other? Like yeah, but you like compare one. Yeah, you compare one to the other. Yeah. And they're different. So that must be a shitty drink then. It's not very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of just like generic fruit taste and then whiskey. So I think best kept separately. Did you use like a whiskey or a bourbon or like a? Oh no, I used bourbon. It's bourbon. It's bourbon. I'm an okay. idiot. Yeah, it's it's bourbon. All right, all right. Not that that makes it better. I'm it, sure. I mean, yeah, those ice cubes. Anyway, um, what are we gonna tell the Muppets about today? Wait, we're the Muppets. Yeah, but our listeners are also Muppets. They are. Yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, they're like idiot Muppets. If we had any like followers, then we would be like... if we... We have followers. <laughs> we have... My mom listens. <laughs> and she is disappointed in your lack of enthusiasm. Okay. So, what are we going to... Today, Brendan Nillen got traded. Yeah. Brendan Nillen got traded to the Washington Which Capitals. Which we kind of... Like, that was our, our prediction that he was going to be on the trading block. Oh, yeah. Only we thought yeah, of that. only it's us. It's, like, the worst kept secret. Like, well, he's he's on the <laughs> trading block. Everyone knew he yeah. was going to get traded. So, he gets traded to the Caps. The Sharks receive second rounder and a conditional third round pick. And I thought the conditional third was actually kind of cool. So, if the if the Caps win the Cup, I think... The Sharks upgrade that third-round pick to the Coyotes' third-round oh. pick. all right. So it's kind of cool to steal a pick from your division, uh-huh. maybe. But, I mean, I don't know if... What, the, what are the conditions that If the Caps it? win the Cup. Oh. I think. It's either Cup or Final. And if they don't, then... Then it's the Caps' third. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So a second and a third for Dylan is a good value. Right. It's a good value. But this is to, from this is going to a playoff team, so they're going to be picking kind of low. So I I watched a video of him talking about it and he's like, "Oh yeah, great opportunity to go to the Capitals. Like it's a Yeah, he seemed know. super happy about it cuz yeah. I mean, they're a great team. Yeah. They really are. And it's cool um, you know, they traded they traded away um one of their defensemen, I think it was Niskanen. Um, and, uh, yeah, just hasn't... They they could use some help on defense. Dylan's been a solid defender. I think it's a great time to sell high on him yeah. from a trade standpoint. Uh, it's a bummer to see him go. Did you see the, like, 
video where he was all sad. No. Yeah, someone asked him if after the Panthers game, like, so you're getting traded? Like, you know, just more trade rumor things. And he just got really emotional. He was like, it's kind of out of my control. Can't Aww. really help it. I want to stay a shark. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was like a bummer. Everyone was kind of like. Poor yeah, this sucks, man. Like, he just looked really stressed out, you know? Because in a way, too, I mean, it's like, you're good, but not good enough to stay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he likes it. Yeah. There, you know, he likes the team, and yeah, and he's a great dude. I guess know, it like, helps that it's like, you know, he's being traded to, like, a, a team that does well in its division, and, you know, he's not being traded to some yeah. shit team. That's in a lot of ways, there. I feel like that's... The best, the the best that the sharks could do for him. Yeah, you know, like it's way to go, Doug Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like he gets good value, and sends a quality dude to a contending team. Yeah, you know, like that's that's pretty great all around. Because there's no way they were going to be able to keep him. Right. Anyway, unless weird shit happened. Unless you know, like they're all star superstar player who makes all the money gets injured and goes on oh. a different pay scale. Hmm. Interesting. You know, unless something like that happened. Well, before we get to that, I wanted to ask you, so like a second and a third, and like you said, if they're, you know, they're a playoff team and if they are potentially going to win the cup or whatever, it's going to be a pretty low pick. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the long-term game plan is with these picks and like their strategy for, I mean, to me, it's clear they've cashed in this season, you know, um, and they're just kind of looking towards how can we kind of set up for next season. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you think the uh, strategy, like what what are they going to try and bring in? So this is like the point in the movie where Doug Wilson goes to his like long trusted friend because mm-hmm. he's like down on his luck. His ex-partner. Yeah. 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 And... Uh, Would that be Daryl Sutter? No. <laughs> no, God. Um... If I could remember who the Caps GM was, I'd, I'd reference them. But but I'd like to pretend that it's just, it's like Kung Fury or like uh, Kung Fury style. And it's just a literal eagle, like a talking <laughs> eagle. Yeah. He's like, hey, sharp eyes, tell me what's the scoop on this here femme fatale. I need to know. Or whatever he mm-hmm. says, because I don't know how mm-hmm. movies work. Sure. And, uh... Tell me, what's the swoop on this here <laughs> fan page? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a perp. I need you to sink your talons into, if mm. you know what I'm saying. Don't um, get it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the bird's like, I'll screech him a lesson. Ah. Oh, God. I'll just, this is horrible. Should, so we should just end this episode now. <laughs> Drink. So he's gone to his friend, and he's down on his luck. And his friend is gonna like help him out. And in this case, his friend was the Washington Capitals. Okay, I was gonna say Sam the Eagle, but that would be pretty great. Yeah, that would be pretty. Yeah, Sam the Eagle. He should... Why is that not their logo? Their mascot, you know? Mm-hmm. God damn, that would so be So Sam so the cool. Eagle is now the Capitals. Continue. Yeah. There's, like, some weird metaphor there with, like, how... So Sam the Eagle is, like, super straight-laced mm-hmm. and, like, uptight and whatever. And he's, like... In the Muppet movies, he's usually, like, the president or the judge or whatever. Yeah. And then, like... 
the capitals, the capital. yeah, have no, no, no. <laughs> the capitals have like the number one superstar Russian player. Oh. So like, Russian collusion with Sam the <laughs> Eagle. No, okay, all right. Um, he'd probably be orange. Is all I'm saying. So, it. It stands to reason that the Sharks are going to use these draft picks for picks. But you never know. Like, I mean, trading trading picks is, is something that usually happens at the draft, and it just depends on what... I... I... I on, like, what players they want, and we're, we're not going to know that. I recently read a really good article on The Athletic um, by Kevin Kurz. There's an interview with Doug Wilson Jr., who's the scouting, uh, or, like, head of scouting for the Sharks. And he's... That's convenient. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're invested in the Wilson family, like, full bore. Yeah. The bore? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> the bore no more. Full boog. Blug? <laughs> Don't, don't speak. Don't <laughs> speak those words. Just the splug word? I don't... That's one word, not words. A hockey player's splugging. Pete boog de splug. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Doug Wilson said that... Or Doug Wilson Jr., sorry. <laughs> yeah, I sorry. need to clarify. I, yeah, it's, I, I just blurred them together. Yeah. I splug them together when <laughs> yeah. I feel like it. And uh, he he was saying that, like, a first-rounder is typically not going to be NHL-ready for, like, three years. Second-rounder is, like, four years, five years. Like, it just keeps going and going and going the more, the further down you go in the draft. So I think, to me, the Sharks are going to get, they're going to pick. They're going to use those draft picks picks in this year's draft and they probably have certain players in mind they want to position themselves and they also need to sort of save face because they don't have a first right in a year that they're not going to make the playoffs and that's brutal so they're they're going to use those picks for for like draft picks like young prospects but if a young prospect's going to take another three years to be nhl ready then in some ways, doesn't it seem to behoove them to try and get talent now by doing other trades with people who are already in the NHL league? Like, that that to me seems, I mean, unless they're just going to take that loss as in like, a, okay, so we need to totally restructure and it's going to take us three years to be a playoff team again mm-hmm. or something. Or if there are um, any prospects in the Barracuda that would be ready at about this time to come up but we didn't see that at the beginning of this season so uh yeah i think it, that's kind of interesting if they decide to take those picks then they're playing the long game and not really banking on next season being worth much that's mm-hmm. the kind of what i'm hearing yeah yeah that's that's my that's a good point because what you rightly bring up is the Sharks have always traded picks for players who mm-hmm. are ready now. And they retool on the fly, and they get playoff ready and make a run. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they always do. Mm-hmm. And I think 
they're gonna go for a short term, like two year rebuild. Hmm. Stepping back to step forward. That hurts my heart to think about. It's where we're at. I though. know. Like it's it's the reality. So here's the thing. There are two converging like time streams and, and modes of thought that we can speculate on on what's going on with this organization. The truth is very clear. They're not gonna make the playoffs. They're not gonna contend this year. It's 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 a down year. It's been bad. Yeah. Um that's just how it's played out, and that's what's going to happen. Their goal differential is he- is horrible, and it's just been rough. I mean, they fired the coach midseason. Mm-hmm. So that's the reality. But what you do about it is totally – it can go two ways. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it should be the rebuild path. Right. Strange pork – GM would go with what option? So you have a second and a third now. Mm-hmm. You already have a second. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say because I feel like Strange Pork GM uh, feels an obligation to Joe Thornton and mm-hmm. I guess Marlowe. I dropped the mitts on him early. I'm still not totally over it. Yeah. Um, but man, another two years to like not even go to the playoffs and you know like so, I mean not that not that they are ever going to get a cup we you know at this rate <laughs> it's going to happen at some point I but mean like statistically I mean... it's just going to fall into their mitts sometime <laughs> but um you know it's like I still feel like that urge to like try for it is really strong but I think Yeah because that's that's the culture like yeah. that's the teal in your blood. And I feel like that's what Doug Wilson's good at is positioning himself to get good players for now and taking chances on young guys that are proving to be really good assets to like the team. Big swings, yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like um, I want to have hope that that's still possible. Now, in order for that to happen, they need a better goalie, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, though, Jones did get his first shutout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I wasn't thinking was going to happen <laughs> at all this season. Ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. It was a, a good effort by him. They won one nothing. Like, holy hell. Yeah. That is a... I mean, granted, Minnesota is is not a good team, but, like, <laughs> the Sharks <laughs> usually don't play well against Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Panthers game was actually really competitive. Score was 5-3. Did not reflect how that game felt. Mm-hmm. I really liked how the Sharks were moving through the neutral zone that game, and I really, I, they, they were able to score to keep it a one-goal game. They were always trailing, but they kept up. Mm-hmm. And the earlier version of Sharks hockey from this year was, like, yeah, horrendous. There was no compete after you were down by a goal. Like, mm-hmm. But they, they really got it. And they didn't and, give and up a goal right away. Yeah. Which has been yeah, there in lately as well. Yeah, doing that. So, um, Dell was in net. He battled for pucks. There was a breakaway goal by Hoffman, which was just really good. Former shark. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was a shark for like one hour. And, uh... Still counts. <laughs> um, you know, but it always feels good to score with your former team. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Naturally. Uh-huh. 
Uh, there's two on one, which was also brutal. And then there was this empty net goal at the very end where Pickles like went to get it and just couldn't and fell and it bounced and went in and it was just so tragic. Pickles yeah. just slid in at the end and there's this awesome photo on Reddit of just like Pickles looking at the puck and just being like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, like just on, yeah. just pingy suiting. And, um, it was, it was rough, but it's, it's cool to watch them be competitive with Burns being the main squeeze defenseman mm-hmm. and the young core. And it's good to see that improvement. The main thing that's different between Bugner and Somner and all the other coaching staff and DeBoer is they're actually giving these... They're, they're mixing up the lineup a little bit. I mean, yeah. right now, with all these injuries, it's sort of... It's all it's over the place. And yeah, it's, Joe Thornton's yeah. like the first line center again because fuck it. Yeah, why not? Um, you know, like he's clearly We're not the, the best playoffs player anyway. So. Yeah, so it's weird, but they but the opportunity to play has been there for yeah. like Gambrell's been playing and he's been scoring, um, so that's really cool and good to see. One thing Doug Wilson Jr. mentioned um, was. The Barracuda are the youngest team in the AHL, and they are on average. And their whole philosophy was, we're going to give young guys a chance to play. Yeah. And yeah, we're doing terrible this year, but we are giving them the experience they need to develop. We're just hoping we'll get another Joe Pavelski. Yes. <laughs> Essentially, yes. And so their their prospect pool they feel is really good but they're just really young and they're learning and it's going to take them another couple of years to get nhl ready so if that's just so hard to to bank on that when you have players like brent burns and eric carlson and logan couture i mean not that if you're managing the whole organization oh man then then you've got a evaluate which way you want to go yeah. and both ways make sense but the way the way i see it and this has been a long tangent is the way i see it um is you go for the full rebuild and you if you feel like you owe it to joe thornton to get him a chance at the cup you trade him trade him ah. you trade him to boston no. For the narrative, because it's beautiful. Boston drafted him number one overall. They traded him to the Sharks. He won the Hart Trophy that year. He was, like, leading scorer, you know, assist-wise. He doesn't score goals. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, he was, like, a leading scorer in the league, and that's, like, one of the few times that's ever happened where a player got traded and put up, like, not more points, but, like, just tons of points. Um changed the face of the franchise. It was a big deal. And, like, he's been a shark ever since. But, like, to trade him back to Boston for a cup run is kind of just this beautiful, like, irony thing. I see the poetry in that, but I still hate it. Yeah. But that's the rebuild pass. So the strange porky... It's it's like reading a rupee car poem. Just being like, this this, sounds nice, but I hate you. You've got the second and third. You've got some extra picks. What do you do? What do you do right now to make yourself competitive next year? And this year's just a fluke. Everyone sucks because it's random and Couture and Hurdle and Carlson got injured. Yeah. Um Like tell me the tell me the narrative in the story. Okay, so Dylan's been traded, we got some picks. 
um, put Dell up with like one of those picks or something for trade bait. Yeah. Okay. Um, trade bait. Another. So we're on board with trading Dell with this. Okay. NHL. Well, yeah. I mean, they're already fucked for the season. We don't need a good goalie right now. Um, okay. So. See if we can see if we can draft or not draft trade for a decent goalie. I don't know who's available. I don't know who would be willing to be traded. Let's pretend I think Robin Leonard was a free agent earlier this year. Um, he was a competent goalie-ish. He had decent-ish numbers. Decent-ish, like better than Dell. Like better than Joseph Dell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So get somebody who's like actually competent. League average. Yeah. Just league average goaltender. Sure. Like 900. Mm-hmm. 900 save percentage. That's you all they need. You don't even need yeah. to be 910. Like no. maybe 905 at best. <laughs> that would be amazing. So if if Dell and a pick can get something to where a trade for a goalie could happen, great. And then it's hard not to just think that defense is hand in hand with goaltending. And, you know, like mm. I do think that both Dell and Jones have had their uh, problems just in letting soft goals in, but you also need good defense in front of the net to make sure your goalie thrives. Is that on the um, forwards or the defensive core? I feel like that's on the defensive core. Okay. But, um, and you know, until recently, um, Carlson hasn't been playing the defensive game that we wanted to see from him. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like the past... Five, six games? Past five or six games since yeah. I dropped the mitts on him, he was like... Yeah, he's been he's looking been great. really good, really good on the defensive side of the puck. I really liked his positioning. But before, and then, he was like trying to be a goon and yeah, he was... Yeah, I asked too much and he, you know, broke his thumb. Like a princess. Yeah. Pirate it, princess. It just feels like not a... Okay, well, here, here's my thought, though. We're, sorry, I'm divulging. I've, no, no, it's okay. There's I, too much whiskey in these apples I'm, and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to talk about the thumb. So. We're going, we're going thumby? But you didn't... I want you to finish the oh, okay. narrative thing. But if you're ready to talk Basically, about thumb, Basically, if they could... I think that uh, a strong defenseman and a strong goalie, if they could make a trade for both of those things somehow... Like a defensive defenseman? Yeah. Um, I think that would be like a, the the core for starting to to just like keep kind of the same crew and try to okay. get next season going. Um, goaltending being the big thing, I think enough of the players are shamed by how shit they've been this year that maybe the off season and some uh, I don't know Soul confession yeah will uh, <laughs> help them. Okay. Um, next season. Um, I don't, I don't be, think Thornton's going to want to be traded. Like I, I totally like, I see the poetry in that, whatever, but he, I, I don't know that he, I mean, once again, it's not like in their control. Maybe you can ask your coworker but, who uh, used to yeah. wash cars with Joe Thornton if yeah, he yeah. want to be traded right now. Oh yeah, I'd be like, okay. You know, 20 years so later. So way back when, when you knew Joe Thornton, uh-huh. when you were washing cars and he was in the AHL, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> let me know now. If you think he'd want to be traded at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Can you just send him a quick text? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway, that's kind of, I guess, like, stage one for 
so they improve by getting like a defensive defenseman and a league average goalie and a league average goalie and become like a more defensive structured team because they're kind of working on that with Bugner. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they need the defense and the goaltending to kind of coincide with one another. And I think that, um, I feel like... So what's funny... But they also need some forward energy. Like, well, I but do like, think that. But I think that if they feel secure in, like, their goaltending and they feel like they have a strong, you know, defense... You think the forwards are competent, then? I do. That's that path. Because you have Hurdle, Couture, Kane. Mm-hmm. And don't ask any more questions. I mean, Sorensen, Sorensen's been good. Gaudreau's been... Sorensen's been kind of meager. I mean, this season, not like the past. He has games. capabilities of being a, a good forward, but these Timo Meyer's. Forward... Oh right, yeah, Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. How could I forget? He's actually put it together. No, mm-hmm. he, I I feel bad about that. Legitimately, um, yeah, <laughs> Timo Meyer is a top six forward, and then. Um, yeah. I mean, LeBanc's still. You not just you need a right you know. winger, but that might be okay. Yeah. If Chekovich and Chemilevsky can actually develop into good players. They're on the team. <laughs> no, they're on the they're on the um the okay. Barracuda. Great. And Halbowak. They brought so many people up. It's but... been a crazy rotating group. There was Lukash Radil last year and then I mean it's it's been a lot. Yeah. But on defense, for that defensive defenseman, there's Shimmick, mm-hmm. who's great yeah. for that. He's our Lord and Savior. Uh, you've got Pickles, who's actually turned it around and become decent. Um, I don't know if he's being carried by Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird part is we just traded a defensive defenseman. Yeah. A left shot defensive defenseman. Yeah. Prior to this season, in signing Aaron Carlson, we traded Justin Braun, who's a defensive defenseman. He, it was good to trade him. I, I don't think he was playing great sadly i really like justin braun um i liked his play but it just wasn't very good in the playoffs unfortunately i saw him just getting railed by the blues like everyone but um but for that plan the weird part is yeah. The no, I, GM I, just traded away those players that you see a gap for. So are I, you just like... Do you want to be let in on a little secret? Please tell me. I'm not a hockey professional. What? <laughs> Strange pork. You've misled me. I know. This whole time you thought that's what I'd gone to school for and that I had a career in it. Yeah. Um, but really, I'm just a Muppet. Yeah. Talking to you about hockey. Okay. So, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's hard not to just think, like, defense and goalie, defense and goalie. But you make a good point. Yeah, they're trading away some defense. And I do think they have some really competent forwards. But I guess, you know, they aren't really putting out the numbers we want to see. And But I just feel like when I look at the roster, they should be more competent than they are Absolutely. right now. They're and, underperforming. And so it's Absolutely. hard to pinpoint where to improve aside from the goalie. Yeah. Goaltending from both Dell and Jones have been very weak. And oh, yeah. so that's the obvious gap. And well, maybe and just fixing that will be enough. I think so. Um and Look, then I mean when that's what happened when the Sharks got rid of 
Nemo. Yeah. And got Jones. And yeah. they went to the cup final. So yeah. I think I think you have a valid point there. That if you can have and, and so they really, also got, I just want them to trade for a goalie. Yeah. That's all I really want. I mean, you want the Roman Polak and James Reimer trade. Because mm-hmm. that worked. Roman Polak was terrible in the final. But up and until maybe Gallant, that point, I he think was... That, okay. you know, he, yeah. Well, he's going to make the team worse, remember. Because like, he made a bad team good. But so they're not a good a team. good team bad. But they're not good. <laughs> they're a bad team right now. I see. But no one, uh, it's, you said this last time. I know, I, I know, but that's the irony of it. It's like, it was like, maybe it would go south, but really. I just do love the idea of like. He's got all the, the, the secrets and knights of just the night. Yeah, coaches. just swapping After coaches. After this super contentious playoff series, like what? I think it'd be great. Oh man, clowning around. Okay. So. Thumbs. Somebody. Is out for the rest of the season. Somebody. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. What is that from? I know what that's. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm just saying. Your your brain. Yeah. Okay. Way to go, strange boy. Um. So yeah, Eric Carlson broke his thumb. Here's my hot take on it. Strange pork GM thinks you're injured. Let that thing heal. You know. Don't try and like skate on your torn ACL. Yeah. Yeah, or something That wouldn't happen. No, that would never happen in the history of the Sharks. But, um, so because the season's already lost, they're not going to make the playoffs, there's no chance of that. Um, There's kind of like, you know what, buddy, pirate, Carlson, my man, uh, we're paying you a lot of money. You've got a baby at home. Just, just go home. Just be with that baby. Let your thumb heal, and uh, come back next season and play some fucking hockey worth eleven million dollars. Um, I think that's the kind of like mindset behind like, don't bother playing with a broken thumb, like, because otherwise yeah. it's kind of like a no, minor I... inner injury. But you know, opposable I thumbs agree. are a big deal, and he does. You know, lately, if he's playing good I mean, defense, he has good they're... stick action. And, you know, so it'd be hard to not accidentally use with them. So mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of like, go home, heal. Honestly, there's nothing you could do right now that'll help us. Yeah. So that's my hot take. I I think you're right that because they're out of the playoff picture, they'll rest him. Mm-hmm. I think hockey players are... Notorious and Carlson, um, I mean, yeah, he had a injured groin and then he went and played in that Boston game and yeah. spun around and tore it again. Like it was bad. So maybe he learned from that. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'll just rest. And also conveniently, fuck it. This season's in the. I mean, it's in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, sharks can't get there. How many months was it after the torn groin that his baby was born? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. That's... I don't want to look that up, but that some, would be Some Muppet listening out. should do the math. That's... No. I don't... <laughs> anyway. <God>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, do you have any other thoughts 
heartthrob on oh, the end of season. And... It's just a bummer because he was, he was really playing pretty good the past couple games. Like, I, I really enjoyed watching his play. I thought it was really funny. One of the games, I think it was the Minnesota game. Um, his last game of the season? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember which game it was. But he's sort of experiencing some pressure in the zone. He's skating over towards his defensive partner. doesn't pass to his defensive partner for some fucking reason. And then you can clearly hear, I think it's him yelling. I think Carlson was yelling, can someone fucking be available? Fuck. And like, he's just like really frustrated, mm-hmm. really frustrated, yelling really loud, trying to get an outlet pass up to someone. Uh-huh. Um, he sort of chips it up the boards. And then I think it was True or Nason um, who took it through the neutral zone, ended up scoring. But one thing that ran through my head was if he's like yelling at everyone on the ice, maybe he is kind of a difficult, hard-on-everybody, hard-ass type player. Mm-hmm. And and when you're dealing with a bunch of young guys in the new generation, which is, you know, Carlson's not an old-timer. He's old in sports world because yeah. he's 29. But, like... But he's still a millennial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he looks like he sailed here on the fucking Santa Maria doesn't mean <laughs> that he's actually old. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you're dealing with, like, the younger generation, like, they or different personalities even, just people tend to... Well, not respond as well to, like, hard-ass coaching. There's just different types of you know, players, too. Most there are of players the coaches, that thrive off that, and there are players that don't. Right, but most of the coaches in the NHL are, like, players' coaches. You know, mm-hmm. they're not, like, the real hard-ass, like, Mike Babcocky, weird, difficult coaches. There's only a few of them, and they're really special. There's, like, Torts, who's insane, and Mike Babcock, who got fired, and then, like, I don't fucking know. Granted, if you're playing at a professional level, someone just mouthing off and being really loud shouldn't bother you. But if mm-hmm. they're the highest paid player on the team and they have all this status and maybe you can't talk to them because of weird things that yeah. apparently exist. You know, maybe there is is a... a More hierarchy, tension than uh-huh. is really apparent. But I, I also, to counter my own argument or suspicion... Excuse me, suspicion there. Carlson was on the Senators. The Senators suck. They've sucked forever. Like, they went to the third, uh, uh, sorry, triple overtime of Game 7 to go to the Eastern Conference Final once, but it was, like, really intense, and he played his ass off, and it was like, holy shit, Eric Carlson Mm -hmm. carried that team into the playoffs, through the playoffs. They had no business being there. But outside of that, like, they've been a bad team, mm-hmm. and he's gone through that. So is that because of Carlson or in spite of Carlson? I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know. Right. 
But well, I mean, he was on the team last year, though, and they were playing pretty well. But the only change there is that Pavs isn't on the team and coaching. You're not coaching. Coaching. Right? He's not coaching <laughs> the Sharks. And that's like a whole other, that's yeah. like a couple years down the line. Yeah. Um, no, but he's not the um, captain of mm-hmm. the team anymore. And, you know, he's so jolly and we hate him for it. Yeah. So maybe that, like, balanced Carlson if he is kind of an asshole but otherwise I mean like he was on the team they all seemed to get along we only of course have like what we see on the ice and yeah maybe some locker room like media behind the scenes yeah it's yeah. all just such speculative garbage totally like, but I mean um I don't know I guess like if there was a real problem in that first year like would the team be able to speak up like for not hiring him like would that have been clear at that him, time yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like yeah um because if yeah if 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 he was just if he was asshole, a real pile of shit then they probably wouldn't have signed him for what eight years yeah so i mean like i i there's always that possibility and there you know is a chance that he maybe he's a sore loser maybe once they started losing he became an asshole like once again, it's all speculation, but um, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing because yeah. he is really hard on himself for motivation. We know and he I, yells fuck off Carl at himself all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I think that's great. That I think made that's me great really too. like him. But, but that's because it's that himself. It's like comedians can make fun of themselves mm-hmm. and their own experiences, but that's like the safe territory, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, if you start criticizing other players and... Yeah, it's it's a little... It raises some questions. Yeah. And it's, I think, honestly, that being one of the higher profile players on a team is just so difficult. And it, um, there's a lot of pressure on him. He's getting paid a lot of money. I mean, like the Sharks are losing and I keep questioning what's wrong with Eric Carlson. Mm -hmm. First order of business because he's the highest paid. Yeah. You know, he's the highest paid, highest profile player puts a target on, on your the back. team. Yeah. yeah, him and Burns, for sure. And and so, do you believe, as Strangeport GM, for your future of, like, this is a fluke year, it's mm-hmm. a developing year, mm-hmm. and next year's going to be better. They don't really need a whole lot of help up front on forward core. That these two offensive-minded right-shot defensemen in Burns and Carlson are going to carry the team in scoring. They're going to create chances. They're going to make it work. They're going to shoot for skates. (laughs) They're going to make the offense. Skate game. Um... Because that's how it's got to be. It's kind of weird to have two of the best offensive-minded defensemen in the game on the same team. But maybe it's not weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I just I after this year, it's hard to be like, yeah, they'll carry the team because they haven't, and they, mm-hmm. you know, like it's. I think that they're both good defensemen. I think you know Burns. I mean, they were one and two in fantasy drafts for defensemen, and the best. Yeah. Fantasy defenseman this year for hockey, hands down, has been uh, John Carlson, on the Capitals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just mean like. They, like, Burns has good numbers, and Burns can get lucky, but he also has a lot of turnovers, and he, um, you know, gets kind of sloppy sometimes, and so it's like, we love him, 
he's a Wookiee. Yeah. He's the beardiest. And... Um, yeah, sometimes he gets kidnapped by the First Order. Yeah. And it just, it's what happens. And then he the launches main, a puck from the blue line and somehow scores. The most but important thing... they can't thing, bank on that. They just can't. Yeah. Is that he doesn't get a medal. <laughs> <laughs> as long as... Looks that's the case. Once you give him a medal, it all goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think that's true. I think Carlson has the capability of playing like a better defensive, like mm-hmm. just complete player. Yeah, we've seen but him play Burns, good defense lately. Burns has been markedly better with his stick checking. Like it, it's a lot less pingy suiting, better position. Like, he's been solid, but he still does turn the puck over. He still has a really high amount of turnovers. That's just kind of how he plays. It's, mm-hmm. But usually he's scoring so much, it's like, yeah, fuck it. Like, it's fine. Right. Evens itself out. Um, the idiot's argument would be you don't need to change any of the forward core. You move Burns to forward again. Yeah. That oh, sort of. <laughs> I mean, it was effective. It worked as much as I wanted it to work. It was good, but he won a Norris. He won. He he's been he's put up like seventy and eighty point seasons as a mm-hmm. defenseman. Like he's really good on defense. Yeah. Let him play as a defenseman. Like God damn it, let that die. Yeah. If if he wins the trophy. For the best defenseman, the only shark to ever do so, I think. Like, let him play that position. He's on the ice more. He's good in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but that argument just seems to never die because of the offensive, or because of the turnovers that he generates and the offensive production. And it's like, oh, play him as forward, no big deal. But. Uh, I, that that horse has been beaten into a smoothie at this point, so I just can't, I can't buy it. That can't happen. Well, uh, that was a really disturbing image. I'm like struggling to. You're move still past on it. horse smoothie. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. The who do you think is going to get traded next? We saw the first. I mean, I already Dylan suggested Dell. You think Dell's going to get traded? Yeah, I mean he. What do you think they get for good Dell? Value. Um, I mean, better value because he's been playing decently. I really thought he might get packaged with Dylan for mm-hmm. a, like. Yeah, so on his own, I don't know how much he's worth. Yeah. But if he's paired up with a pick or something, I don't know. But it's We've also seen like backup goalies that have good ish numbers go for like a first rounder but Dell's been kind of bounced around there was a time where he was the best goalie in the league on backup numbers and then he kind of they signed him and he was kind of average after that and then last year was just terrible for him and Jones so yeah I don't know what he's really worth he's he's a backup goalie to another team yeah and he's the starting goalie for this team but he's a solid backup. Mm-hmm. And he's made the... I mean, he's... 
I really got to give the dude credit because he's made a case. Well, and he actually got a and, chance to fucking play this season because they and typically... And he deserved it, though. Yes. Like, he really did well. He battles for every puck. Like, he really is playing worthwhile starting goalie. I've always felt like they've run Jones into the ground by overplaying him That sometimes. was Pete DeBoer's style, absolutely. It's like, you know, you've got to give that guy a fucking break sometimes. And, like... He was Jonesing. Mm-hmm. He was Jonesing for the Jones. And... Uh, and Del a- wasn't delicious enough for him. Barf. Well, um, yeah. Okay. So Del's gonna go next. Who knows what they get? Yeah. That would be, I think, a really critical blow to the team because Del's like kind of holding them together. Right. In a lot of ways, so we'll see if that happens. Well, I wish they could trade Jones, but they can't. So if that happens, I think then we're on the rebuild track. Yeah. If they. Keep Dell, then I think we're on the retool track. Mm, that's interesting. It's rebuild versus retool, I think. And um, we're in a parabola right now, and we're trying to decide <laughs> which way to go. Yeah. Um, any any other thoughts on trades, thumbs? Mm. Got any mitts to drop? I mean, there's no mitts left. Yeah, it's just kind of said okay the mitts both mitts are down but nobody's fighting (laughs) why are we here yeah (laughs) what are we doing okay numbers Mm -hmm. there's been a new number shocking playing for the team okay who is number 70 uh alex true how did you remember? False. No? No. How did you? That's true. It's true. Oh, okay, okay. good. Okay. How did you remember that? Um, all right. Are you ready for this? Never. 7-0. He's a true hero. Oh. Alex True. Oh. Zero to hero. Just like that. Yeah. Oh, God. It's the truth. Oh. Man. But we'll we'll have to see, you know, if he actually comes through as a hero for the team or not. Um, but as for right now, I, that's my hope for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it rhymes. Oh, he's a true hero. Like, there's something so, like, super you know what man his corny about his goal that. song should be? What? Will you be my hero, baby? No. No. I can kiss away your pain. I'm gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna shut this down right now. That'd be such a lame goal song. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> I wonder what his goal song actually is. I haven't really paid that much attention to it. Well, they kind of they score and the foghorn goes off and it's it's hard to hear. You're yeah. like trying to listen, but you're usually yelling and taking your clothes off. Or that's what I do. When yeah. The shirt's yeah. Score. So, um, just naked by the end of the game, except not this except season. not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Minnesota game sucked. <laughs> just shirtless, like always. Yeah, well, I, I don't think they've scored more than like seven in a while, so I always wear seven articles of clothing. Hmm. First thing I take off is my underwear. Yeah, don't ask questions. <laughs> um, 
But uh, I think... Now he's got three hats on. Yeah. I, I mean, they've called up so many players from the Barracuda. I wonder mm-hmm. if, like, part of that call-up, they're like, so, what's your goal song? And the players are like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, Dell, I guess, didn't choose a goal song, but he should have chosen Let It Go from Frozen, because his name is Aaron Dell, and he, like, is self-aware, and he put that little castle... On the back of his golden right. mask, because that's the kingdom in Frozen. It's like, good good reference, buddy. I guess goalies could get, like, an empty net or something. Nabokov. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah, Jones tried to score once and then got scored on. It was pretty funny. He was <laughs> like, were you, why did you pass that puck that way? And he was, were you trying to score? And he was like, yeah, that was probably the first time I've tried to score, and the last time you'll see me try and do it. <laughs> um... Yeah, it was it was bad, but uh, yeah. So, what would Hogthrob's goal song be? Mm. Realistically, mm-hmm. I really liked the Beast of America. Like, I really liked that song by Nico Vega. Mm. And there's this cool like chanty drummy part that would be a really cool thing. Like, I I really like. Um, Chelsea Dagger, but it's kind of overdone in sports, yeah. but it's good. You know, it's it like trolly and like, it's annoying when you hear it like, oh, fuck you. You know, like when someone else scores and it's like, like go yeah. fuck yourself. You know, like, if that happens against you, you're like, God damn it. So maybe the sharks should just choose baby shark. <laughs> I think they should embrace baby shark. I think they, yeah, it should just be everyone's goal so song. So all the players just choose Baby Shark, mm-hmm. like, as a as part of the collective bargaining agreement, yeah. and then it becomes the goal song. Except they pick two players to be Mommy Shark and Daddy Shark. Hmm. Who is, who is Mommy Shark? Oh, I know this answer. Do you? Yeah. Mommy Shark. Who's Mommy Shark? Who's the mm. most, yeah, motherly? Marlo. Really? Patrick fucking Marlowe. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Absolutely. He like he like brought up Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews and like he's Do you think he like comforts other players and like cares about their feelings? Yeah, with those eyebrows. He no. totally, Yeah. Like they go up in the middle and like yeah. 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 Okay. He's he's totally mommy Marlo shark. Marlowe Shark. <laughs> um Who's Daddy Shark? Daddy Shark. Well, the player nicknamed Daddy left, so... I feel like this could get, like, weird and kinky real quick. Absolutely. But, um... 100%. So my impulse right now is Carlson. Oh. Because he's, like, recently new dad. Yeah, but actually that wasn't what I was thinking at all. Just, like, the piratiness and the, like, um... I guess, I mean, like, Thornton... Swashbuckling? I'm, yeah. No, I mean, Thornton's probably... <laughs> Thornton and Marlowe, just, like, old married couple yeah. of the sharks. Yeah, it's either Thornton or Burns. Like, yeah, oh, God. Burns is the baby. Burns is the uncle. He's the weird uncle. <laughs> yeah. There's no uncle shark. There might be. I don't know. It's been a while since I've listened to that stupid song. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um... But yes, that should be everyone's goal song. They should embrace it 
um, and just be like, fuck you. You can't taunt us with your baby shark bullshit. Uh-huh. We love this shit. Yeah. We love babies, too. We eat them for breakfast. Wow, hammerhead. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're usually live tweeting the games uh, at M- Muppets Drop and Mitts. Um, and I occasionally post on the Insta at yeah. Muppets Drop and Mitts. Yeah. And uh, our new drop day officially is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we'll try and be a little more consistent and try and drink a little more. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just more fun that way. Stay, so. stay chomping. Chomp, chomp. <laughs>